or whatever. Uh, this is WFMU of Sala College, East Orange. Stay tuned for Chris T. and his aerial view program coming up in just a minute. Thanks for listening. I'm going to say this as straight as I possibly can. I am begging you, if you're a parent and you've got kids there, that this subject is just too upsetting for your young children. Please get them out of the room or change the station. We urge you to exercise parental discretion. Hey, Uncle, how much you give me for this radio, huh? Now, this hot little low radio, man, is worth plenty of rubles, man. It's got, it's got lots of juice. You got uh, shortwave, police call, boats. Late at night, man, you get, you get out of space. Come on, come on, Uncle, just make me an offer. Now, this is a $100 radio. Man. It's got a clear tone. Boy, that's, that's clear as a mother's old bell. That's it. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Oh, man. You radio, you mother. Hey, Jim, what about TV? Do you like TV? What? Uh, new thing, Jim. The television. Oh, pictures. Yeah. No, no pictures. Why not? Everything these days is pictures. Pictures and a lot of noise. Nobody even knows how to talk. Ah. <laughs> Just grunt at each other. Babies that were sacrificed for Satan. I will probably have nightmares tonight about it. From the nightmares, to the running around the room when they disclose, to the latching on, to the crying and saying, Mommy, 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 don't go out, because if you go out, they're going to kill you. Threat, intimidation, fear. Now, if you're going to stay cool, you've got to wail. You've got to put something down. You've got to make some jive. Don't you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's all I'm saying. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. Rejection of parental values. Unusual interest in books on Satanism, black magic, or witchcraft. Obsession with rock music groups using satanic symbols or references. Rejection of friends. Preference for being alone. Meditation. Chanting. Use of new vocabulary. Is it the force of evil? Does it disrupt? Is it a force for everything negative? There's two kind of laws, honey. One for the rich. And one for the poor. He sees all and knows all. He's wise. He's kind. He is fair. He loves truth and goodness. Listen, you screwheads. Here's a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the dogs, the filth. Here is someone who stood up. Hey, buddy. This is the state of New Jersey, and I don't care who you are. This is Chris T. Emptied of all assumption. I am at the end of my tether. I stand, or rather I sit, before you. A shell of the man I once was. I have undergone 
the loss of my ego and can no longer be sure of who or what I am. I'm tired, very tired, and I don't know what to do next. Have you ever loved so deeply and completely that you felt life was useless unless your love was returned? Have you ever wished to be away from everyone or everything that could remind you of your failure in securing the loved one's affections? Did you ever say it would be better never to see the one I love again than to be faced with my shortcoming? Did you ever vow never to be vulnerable again? Never to let down your defenses so you couldn't be hurt? Did you then say it doesn't matter because there's nothing left to hurt? I am a complete mess today and my show is nothing more than myself which means it will be a complete mess today I'm sorry I wish I could do shows about your worst dining experience or your worst job or help you to sell those unwanted household appliances but I can't bring myself to do that to you these airwaves are so important to me the show is such a precious resource that I have to use what little time I have trying to get to the bottom of things. Like this thing called unrequited love. Unrequited love. It really sucks. The knowledge that you'll never get what you know you need. The aching yearning that doesn't lessen with time. The the desire that can't be quenched, the itch that can't be scratched. It's a farce that would be really funny if it were happening to someone else. Maybe it is. Maybe it's happening to you. Will you call me so I can see the humor in this situation? The number here is 201-678-7743. For as you can tell, when I misplace my sense of humor, I've lost everything. I might as well be hollow inside. WFMU, welcome to the air. Why are you so bummed out, man? I just am. Yeah, well, why? What's, what, what, did you get dumped or something over the week, uh, past week? I wouldn't say dumped. Well, Chris, tell, tell us. Tell me. What, what's bothering you? I'm, why are you bummed I, out? I'm not here to talk about myself. Well, you just started off the show. It's Friday night. And the weekend's here, and you're bumming everybody out with this unrequited love, and obviously you got dumped or some... No, no, some no, no. did something to you. Did you get a... No, 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 you've got it all wrong, see? I start out this show by revealing something about myself so that you can feel more comfortable about revealing maybe the same thing or something like that about yourself. Chris, uh, I, you see, I can relate to you. I, you don't have to tell me. So I, we could learn together, you and I. Chris, Chris, you got dumped. I did not. I got dumped, uh, at, least, look, I got dumped at least eight times in my life. What? Let me, let me tell you something. Why would I lie to you? What do I have to gain from lying to you? I did not get dumped. Do you want to add to this conversation, or do you just want to attack me? I'm not attacking. I'm trying to help you, Chris. I like you. <laughs> Why, thanks, chum. I'm glad you could call. All right. I guess I better hang up. Well, call, you could call back, though. Hello. Welcome to the air. Hello, Chris. Yes. Hello, Chris. Yes. Chris, yes. my name is Nick, and I've, I've suffered from unrequited love for now. It's going on 
16 or 17 years I fell head over heels in love with somebody then. 16 uh, or 17 years you've been head over heels in love with somebody that you're when kidding I still, me no i'm not when i see them now i still go weak at the knees and still like think of all the stupid things that i'm saying and and it's just you sound nervous it, just talking about it it's like i, I can hear I, I can hear your voice cracking yes well could, the the one thing that sort of has kept me through that keeps it all because now it's it's impossible too much time has elapsed it's ne- we're never going to be together even did you? I mean, have together. you? How how long did you just realize that? How long were you holding out hope that you would get together oh, with this person? For at least the first ten years. Ten over the last years? Six years. Yeah, after the last six years, I've realized it's just not going to really happen. Wow, this but must be thing, some one hell of a person. Oh yeah, 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 she is. She's amazing. But um, but just, the thing she, that keeps me through it is realizing that there's an old adage that time strengthens friendships and weakens love so at least we've never gotten together and learned to hate one another wow that's that's so cynical and, no it's and not it's not because the last <laughs> when i saw her last year when she came to town i actually met her and we met are you drink. saying that people that fall in love eventually come to hate each other not necessarily hate each other but time does weaken that 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 what know, if that, it strengthens it though i mean you, well, what about what about those couples that have been together forever and then they're still in love i mean yeah, no, that that does exist, and love will continue on. It can, I'm saying, but yeah. what I'm saying is yeah. it does. As far as walking around with the simpering grin of being in love, that always that always fades. It the, does. The simpering grin. Yeah, you know that 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 state where everything is has a little bit more. You know, all the colors are a little bit brighter. It's sort of like psychedelics, but it isn't. It's something hormonal or chemical within your head. Anyway, I met her last year for a drink. And I said to her, you know, um, 16 years ago you said this was just, you know, puppy love, passing phase, infatuation. I said, I still feel exactly the same way as I did back then. She said, well, that's really sad. I said, why? <laughs> she said, because we never actually got together at all. I said, no, I, what I think will be really sad is if I ever meet you and say, you know what, I don't feel that way anymore. And what did she say to that? She had no real response. No. To it. It, was sort of a, it was one of those conversation stoppers. No. But no, it is. It's it, the, the probably the best and worst aspect of it all is you do live through it. It does yeah, keep going. Even though I, you know, I mean, yeah. But I just feel like I feel like you know how many how I, I don't know. I'm at a complete loss for words. Yeah. I think I think that that's you know why one of the reasons for this show is so that I don't have to speak if I don't want to. Well, you feel emotionally gutted. Yeah, yeah, like a <laughs> like a like a big tuna, right? <laughs> hung up to dry, you know. Mix me with some mayonnaise, well, feelings, chop up some scallions. Feelings do come back to the nerve endings, and as I said, it's the best and the worst aspect of it. But, you know, hmm. So how did you know you were in love with this person? Oh, God, I, I just, it, it, it's something that, if I could describe it, I'd be a, you know, 16th century poet, but I, I can't. No, I thought, it's just, it's, I thought, I thought of a, I thought of, I thought of this today, and I thought of, like, how do I know? And I thought to myself, I know because I began to wonder what our children would be like. And that was like the first time that's ever happened to me. Oh, you know? I've wondered that about a lot of people. No, really, I, I I never wondered at that yeah. about about a woman. I never wondered, no. gee, what would our children be like? No, and this... it's, it's something. As far as I'm concerned, it's something where it's just you feel different in their company. Like a, like a like a schmuck. No, 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 no. Just just it. It's as if the whole the whole world is in sync when you're in their company. It's when you're away from them that something's just off kilter. There's something missing. See, you're not a poet, and you're putting it very eloquently, I thought. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm just a hopeless romantic. Nick, maybe we should be in love. <laughs> maybe Trouble us two... spoken for, Chris. Oh, now you're spoken for. Now, now after 16 years, now you're spoken for. Oh, no, no, I've been spoken for for a long you time. You couldn't wait for me to come along. No, I'm sorry, right. Chris. You're not my type to begin with. I could never go out with a man who drives a Jeep. He knows what I drive. <laughs> it helps you get into your car. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember, that night, it meant so much to me, Chris. Yeah. I, and you just forget it. I, <laughs> I, rem- nice. I remember now. Now, <laughs> I see, I knew it was this Nick, and now I know it's this Nick. So thanks, Nick. Sure. Thanks for calling. Fine. The, the number here is 201-678-7743. Hello, welcome to the air. Uh, yeah, hi. Um, when I was much younger, I was like the the king of unrequited love it seemed like uh every girl i i worshiped worshiped from afar um 
and ironically enough, it, it really, really got me into a really deep love of, of Buzzcocks. It's funny that you play that because it was just like every song they ever wrote was about unrequited love. Um, but what I what I eventually discovered as I grew older and became more self-assured was that um, I had a couple of instances where the exact opposite happened. I had a couple of girls who had an unrequited love for me, that uh, love that I didn't return. And it was almost to the point where, uh, I know this is going to sound really weird, but it was almost as if I actually enjoyed the unrequited love. I actually enjoyed the, the kind of like pain and suffering, uh, you know, kind of, it was like almost like a little bit of an emotional release. You, you you enjoyed when you felt that way about somebody, or yeah. when somebody felt that way about no, you? No, no, I know. So I hated you, it when I did it to somebody else. Oh, the guilt was was horrible. No, but I loved when it would happen to me. Well, then you. I mean, is it? I mean, is it? What 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 did you love about this feeling? Did you love the pain? No, I love the fantasy. The fantasy of the, what? The fantasy of 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 you know and and the, and the, you know why me and it was all it was. And the funniest thing about it is that once uh, as I got on and I stopped doing things like that and. And and would actually even approach girls that I had big crushes on for a long time, and and would approach them, and they would always be like, well, you know, well, why didn't you ever say anything? And I think the whole thing comes down to that. It was it was. Well, much... we're not talking about unspoken love. We're not talking about when you you feel a way about somebody and you don't tell them. We're talking about when you tell them mm-hmm. and you and you let them know how you how you feel, and they just. Well, are, are, are just completely. Yeah, not actually, I I did have that too. I did have this one girl that I was I uh, was really really th- actually I thought I was in love with or whatever but it, we went on for years and years and she wound up dating like a lot of my friends but would never return you know my feelings for her and I would tell her how I felt and she would just kind of like brush it off or whatever and the funny thing now is is that uh I honestly never never cannot figure out what I ever saw in this girl <laughs> and the other thing is is that there's also um I think a, a fine line between unrequited love and unrequited lust, which is also um, what I felt a lot of times. It was like more like, like I said, fantasy, just imagining uh, being with the girls but not necessarily wanting to carry on a relationship with them. But like I said, the, the one really good thing that ever came out of it is, is uh, my absolute af- af- um, affinity for, for Buzzcocks music, which I just... I just think that... Uh, hey, Pete, at least you got something out of your Hey, Pete your Shelley writes, uh, writes about unrequited love, you know, just to a T. He sums it up. Uh, the song, uh, You Say You Don't Love Me, is, uh-huh. is just a, a ballad to unrequited love and the various phases of it about how he carries on a relationship with a girl from where he can't live without her to finally he realizes, well... You know, maybe we can just be friends. It's just a great. I song. don't. I don't. I, I hope I'm not bursting your bubble or anything. But you know, Pete Shelley is gay, and, and well, was, you know, hey, I mean, uh, uh, love, I, I completely. I don't know how many that. of his love songs were about being in love with women. <laughs> no, it's it's funny because. Uh, I mean, he writes he writes un- unbelievable songs, and no, and, no, I, I understand completely. I mean, Bob Mould, uh, the the Sugar album, he has a, he has a great great song on there about unrequited love, also uh-huh. uh, called you know, "If I Can't Change Your Mind," and it's funny because he's gay too, so it's like. I don't know, maybe there's something to that, but uh, unfortunately I can't speak from experience there, but the only thing I can tell you is, is the same thing. So we've already, we've already come to the conclusion that gay men write better <laughs> songs about unrequited love than anybody else. Probably because the pain is probably so much more, uh, I mean, hey, look at Mars. Well, uh, do you think you know? it's because they're used to be, <laughs> do you think it's, it's because they're used to being sort of shut out from normal society? Oh, I'm so. sure that has a lot to do with it. They're probably, it's probably, you know, so when they when, when they get shut out from by another person it, and it you know they 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 know what that feels like. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. But uh, the thing is, the only advice I can give you is one that either your mother or your older brother would give you, and that is just there's more fishes in the ocean, and tomorrow is another day. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Thanks. That's really comforting. The phone number here is two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three. If you'd like to make with any more platitudes. Um, Simple homespun advice, you know, those hominies that we love to tell each other. And and the lies we make up, or the things we tell ourselves so we don't feel so bad. Because, I mean, like that man, you know, I've been on the receiving end of this, too. Um, where where people, women have had an, an interest that I, I, I just, you know, I, I, I couldn't return. So I didn't feel that way. So I, I know how awful that is too, and 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 it makes me very uncomfortable. And I, I 
think about like making somebody else that uncomfortable and I feel I feel even more uncomfortable and it gets to the point where you just can't ever feel comfortable again even if you're in a big comfy chair you would just feel like it was a, an uncomfortable chair 201-678-7743 is the phone number here and what we're talking about what we began talking about at the top of this program unrequited love yeah you'll, you'll live through it eh, you know whatever does not kill me will make me stronger someone once said that but I don't know if I agree with that hello welcome to the air Yes, uh, Chris, I don't believe uh, women have orgasms at all. Oh, you're a week behind. That was last week's show. Uh, you want to you call next week and talk about this topic? Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. 201-678-7743. That's the first time I know of that that's ever happened. Okay. Well, last week... Um, we had a lot of women callers here because, you know, we, we were talking specifically about a women, women's issue. Not, not specifically about, I mean, a woman's issue that also involves men. But there aren't too many that don't. But you, you know what I'm saying. And this week is... <laughs> I have to go back several sentences now. Wait a minute, let me just start again. Last week we were talking about the myth of, of female orgasm. Remember that? So there were a lot more female callers. But hey... Let's hear from you gals out there on another sensitive, touchy topic. At 201-678-7743. And uh, we'll be right back. Wollte der Bach sei ein Fluss, der Fluss sei ein Strom, und diese Pfütze das Meer. Als das Kind Kind war, wusste es nicht, dass es Kind war, Alles war ihm beseelt und alle Seelen waren ein. Hello, welcome to the air. Chris. Yes. I have a platitude. Okay. You don't know what you got until you've lost it. You you don't know what you got till it's gone? Yeah. Because I, I didn't hear the very beginning of the show, but I take it a woman has broken up with you, is that it? No, no. You've no, we, we were talking about unrequited love, which means that we never got together to break up. Oh, in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Is that what unrequited means? And if you went with someone for a long period of time and then she just decided it wasn't going to be longer than that, that doesn't fall in the category of unrequited? No. So the, the movie of Un- unrequited Hall and all the topics that were discussed in that movie don't... Which movie? Annie Hall. No, that has nothing to do with unrequited All right. I'll call you next week when we get to... When we talk about Annie Hall. Right. And Woody Allen. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for calling from your car phone and having no idea what we're talking about. Unrequited love. I didn't think I needed to uh, bring the dictionary with me and read the definition, but uh, the word unrequited means, I guess, you know, unreturned is a, is a simpler way to put it. Meaning that, you know, you feel a way that someone else doesn't, basically. Or maybe they do and they just for whatever reason, don't want to. It's so complex. It's not it's not an easy thing, you know. There's no there's no such thing as just one type except for people who are on their car phones. I was in a store the other day. A man walked in with a a cellular phone. The the weird thing weird thing is that these things always happen in bagel shops. Not that I spend an inordinate amount of time in bagel shops, but in the morning, I pass by one where I get coffee. Man came in with a cellular phone, and he was talking to his wife while he was rifling through the uh, one of the display cases with cream cheese in it and discussing various types of cream cheese with her. It was very impressive. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello, Chris. Yes, hi. Yeah, um, I want to talk about an unrequited love. Go right ahead. Okay, well, I had one about two, about a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. And I um, was just learning, it was just starting to be a little bit more honest about what I felt, figured get out in the open. I, I, didn't, I didn't tell her I loved her, but I, you know, told her that, uh, you know, I had feelings for her and would like to start something, and she just said no. And that really, that really seriously bummed me out for a while. But we actually sort of, you know, went on to be friends. 
Uh-huh. And um, I'm now apartment sitting for her, taking care of her cat. And you know what? What? I'm so glad she didn't say yes. Really? Oh, yeah. man, am I glad she didn't say yes. Why? Uh, because basically I think that, like, the things that attracted to me at the to, to her at the time attracted okay yeah what that that I, that were which had a lot to do with where with what I was going through at the time yeah would totally drive me crazy now mm-hmm like for instance you know her, her total self her like self absorption and her you know you know being into like the recovery trip of the month and uh-huh. uh, and all that sort of, all that <laughs> sort of uh, stuff. Um, and <laughs> just her sort of obliviousness to her outside surroundings, and her sort of, and a sort of, a, I mean, I, I like this person, but uh-huh. but I'm just, I, I'm very glad that I didn't get together with them because a lot of these times these things that seem to like, you know, they seem to be a perfect fit. Well, they are at the moment. The problem is that when you stop being that perfect fit, you know, they just become, you know, yesterday's news. Yeah, you, you know, have a, so, you have a print. Yeah, so it's not uh, uh, this this main you know. Hey, uh, I'll look, give, I'll hang, give on, hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, hi. Could um, you could you hold there for a minute? Because we just lost a call. I'm sorry. Go ahead, first caller. Okay, so I mean, you, you were know, about to deal a platitude out. Yeah, well, that that they that they seem like this absolute perfect fit at a mo- at 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 that moment because they are, they are for that for for that moment, but they can like you know begin to seem mighty wretched when when that that moment passes well let me think about that i'll get back to you on it okay thanks for calling hello another caller hello hello yeah um am i supposed to say a platitude or something you can if you'd like yeah and then tell your story about unrequited love if you'd like sure really you don't have to do anything oh well i want to go right ahead all right well the platitude i guess is um don't judge a book by the cover. Can that, does that count for one? I don't know what it has to do with this, but hey. No, because... No, I have a story that goes with it, you know what I mean? Okay. Can I tell it? No. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. Hello. Pick hello? up the phone and say hello, yes. Hi. Welcome to the air. Thank you. I think, um... Unrequited love... Is... You, you get yourself into a situation where you start projecting things onto another person that... Including vomit. In, including vomit, that's right. But it, it's like this internal thing, you know? I mean, you you, you see something about this person that that, uh, that you, you never really know because you, ne- you don't really ever get together with them and you don't, um, you don't experience any reality with them, so you never really know if what you see, what you think you see in them is true. So I have a theory, having a lot of experience myself with this phenomenon, mm-hmm. that um, when you, when when one has unrequited love for somebody and nothing ever happens with it, is that there's something about them that that um, how do you say it? Sort of sparks something inside of me, and I see things in them that are lacking in myself. Uh-huh. And that's why I start I think that's why people start to obsess about other people because because you want you want to have contact with that that fantasy of 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 your own unfulfilled self. Well, I mean, this is why people fall in love. I mean, they fall in love for a number of reasons, but one of the reasons is because they're looking for that other half of themselves. I mean, right. The Oriental philosophy, the, the yin yang, is that we all have a feminine. Uh, men have a feminine side that they're looking to come together with, and and vice versa for women. I mean, mm-hmm. you're either whole or or you're not. I don't know how many people are. I mean, isn't isn't that the reason why you cleave to somebody? Is it is to try to become a, a, you know a, a one with them when you talk about you know like John and Yoko. Yeah, but but don't you think that uh, uh, if you like if you if you get beyond, like, if you have unrequited love for a little while, and then it's requited, and then and then something real happens, that that there was something truly, there was some real common ground that you could meet with 
with that person. But if, if, it, if it's forever unrequited, that, I mean, to me, it says that there's something there that, uh, that's based on fantasy and not reality, you know? And yeah, but, yeah, and I, I know what you mean, but, you know, I know, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. And, I mean, I just, I often, like, I try to figure, you know, if I get, if I'm in that kind of situation, I'm trying to, like, I try to figure out what is it, why, why isn't it working, and why... I mean, why do you, like, why do you feel so uncomfortable around that person that you feel that way about? And why do you end up making them feel uncomfortable, too? I mean, well, I think I, I, I feel uncomfortable because this person makes me nervous. It's, it's fairly simple. Right. Because I'm why, afraid I'm going to do something or say something really stupid uh-huh. and, and, and reveal myself for what I, I really am, which is really stupid. Well, you, but, you know what I mean? Yeah, but... but but okay, so you're but you're stating the obvious. Why why is that? Why is that? I mean, see, there's something about that person. Because there. when you let down your defenses, okay, and when and see, I I was reading about our generation the other day. You know that book Generation X, and yeah. we've been we've been dubbed the Xers because they can't think of anything else to call us. Mm-hmm. And and in this whole article, the one point that this guy made that sort of seemed to fit my life, and I sort of felt I could agree with that statement was that. We're all kind of indiv- in individualistic sort of loners who would rather do anything than compromise. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things w- when you have, um, you know, something going on with another person is you compromise. Yeah. I mean, the caller, the caller, a couple of callers ago said that, you know, th- this person may be a fit at this particular moment, mm-hmm. but then you c- down the road they're no longer a fit. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. Down the road you should compromise, and mm-hmm. down the road... You should be able to change. Yeah. And and are we also you know selfish and sort of stuck where we are that we couldn't compromise or change to sort of come together with another person? I don't I don't know about that. You know. Well, I think that that has a lot to do with um, just uh, being able to be vulnerable to real love. You know. I mean, I've been in a situation where where. You know that was like totally available to me, and I wouldn't compromise myself. I thought it would be a compromise to 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 allow the the thing to happen for real. You know, like I would be half in it, half out of it for the longest time because I thought I would lose my individuality and my freedom if I let myself really love somebody else. Well, see, uh, that's the thing. I think that the reason that I knew that that this was sort of real, as opposed to a lot of other things that almost were but weren't was that I, I wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it would be a bad thing. I didn't feel any kind of fear about the loss of my identity or about what would become of me. I okay, felt... but wait. But wait, because, you know, I mean, because I've felt that way too, but I get, I'm really, well, this is sort of, I've become kind of cynical about it at this point, but I think that when, I think it's like it's beyond having a crush, okay, so, but for the sake of, you know, conversation I'll just call it a crush if you have a crush if I have a crush on somebody and I feel like oh it's the right thing and it's the right time and I'm I'm so ready to do anything I have to do it's because in the back of my mind I know that it's safe because it's impossible because because somehow it's set up that it'll never happen so I can really mm-hmm. like experience those feelings inside of myself because I know yeah it's safe to do that because I know that it'll never happen I know yeah. that it'll that I won't be confronted with well, I won't be like called on it somehow because I know that that it's a it's it began with a fantasy. I mean, you know, who knows? I would like who knows if if something like that ever happened where they they turned around and said, "Okay, let's do something about this." I really don't know what I would do. I mean, cause yeah. it's never hap- it's never happened. Well, thanks for thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Uh, hello, welcome to the air. Chris. Yeah. Hi. Uh, and let me lower my radio. Okay. There's a lot of ways you can like think about this. I mean, the fact that you've had these feelings at all is a very positive one. You've said so far that you've never really had these feelings for anyone else, but yet you've had it for this person regardless whether they were returned or not. That's I, haven't, I haven't had these feelings for so long that I forgot. I mean, it, so in that way, it's really good, and I feel really good about that. But in the other way, it totally it totally sucks. I mean, it, it's good and it sucks at the same time. It, it, it's one of those things where, you know, you could feel happy that you feel something, but yet sad that it isn't sort of mutual. You know what I mean? Yes, I understand completely. Uh, and that's going back to that whole Zen, 
Zen trip that you were talking about before. I mean, you need them both to exist. Right. So. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Sure. Hello. Welcome to the air. Hi, Chris. Yeah. Um. To, by the way, let me give out the phone number here again. It's coming up on six thirty-five. 201-678-7743. You're listening to Aerial View on WFMU, and up next is Fabio. You were saying... Well, I have some notes here, because there's so much to say. I won't say it all, but... Um, I was going to ask, um, you feel, do you feel that it's a... I'm not going to just talk about you, but the question is, do you feel that this this love between you and this woman, or whoever it is, it will never happen? I think that, you know, I think that somewhere in the back of my mind... Um, so I, I don't know. I can't. I can't really answer that. I, I would like it. I would really like nothing more than for that to happen. I just don't know how to make it happen. And and I'm I'm past the point of you know forcing an issue. So right. so I don't I don't know. I mean I've been in those situations, but um, I mean there comes there came a point with me that I knew it was never going to happen. And mm. at that point I started to get frustrated and angry, you know. But that didn't diminish the feelings I had about her. Uh huh. Um. So. What I was going to say was, um, the only thing that helps is to not see them much. I mean, do you have to run into this person a lot, or do you run into her once in a while? And that's, because, like, if she lived on the other side of the country, I'm sure it would make it easier. Yeah, you, but, yeah, you, you have a point there. I don't know. Are you friends with her? I mean, does she consider herself a friend to you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that makes it worse. You know, well, because I mean, the same thing happened with me and this girl. Because but the definition of maturity is that you you deal with these things as they baloney. arise. You know, and and <laughs> did you say baloney? Yeah, baloney, <laughs> baloney. I wanted to say bullshit. Is there a baloney in the bar? See, you know, you said that you was lost, my red impression. You said you lost your sense of humor. I knew you didn't lose it. If I if I lost my sense of humor, I wouldn't be home. I wouldn't be here. I'd be home. <laughs> I would be home uh, with uh, basically with a bottle of old granddad and some Nat King Cole records. But that's funny. But anyway, what's that? That is very funny, actually. <laughs> Imagine you with a bottle of granddad and a bunch of uh, Nat King Cole records. Oh! See, now you, when you when you're doing that, you don't care about the girl that much, do you? Oh yeah, I do. I mean, it's tragic. I'm laughing but... on the outside and crying on the inside, pal. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's funny. It, it's not funny. It it's, is so. There's nothing it's tragic. Tragic it's, is humor. But it's my tragedy, which was which is what makes it funny. Because like you know, we talked about Mel Brooks's uh, definition I know. of humor. I know. Okay. I've talked to you about this, but you don't. You can't see the humor in your own tragedy. Not. Not right now because I really I tell you something I really felt like this was the person this this was this was and right. still is I feel um, the person okay you, you might not want to hear this but you're right. wrong you're about to say right you're wrong you're wrong baloney no but I was gonna say with this girl uh, I felt like well obviously this is it you know I I know exactly the feelings you're feeling this is it this is true love and and I. If I think about her enough, I can. I still feel those feelings. If I talk to her, I still feel that I could be in love with her. You know, fortunately, she lives very far away. Well, that's good. See, I now. Hear rarely, but the thing is, I thought I would never feel that way about someone else. See, when you begin to think that if if the sex act led to children, that wouldn't bother me so much, then you know you've stepped over a, a certain threshold. You're at the point of maybe of no return. When you're thinking like. Well, if we had a couple of kids, that would would that be so bad? Would that be the worst thing? No, I could I could handle that. I could live with that. What do you then, think? I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that you know that that for me was a first. To think of that. To think of that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was absolutely positively a first. Right. So I mean. So you think that's like a big indicator? That that, that to me was sure. a, that well, to me. Well, I believe it. Yeah, I don't think you even need to think that for for you to know for a fact. I mean, you when you know, you know, obviously. But the thing is, you think that will never nah. happen. You think baloney. You think that will never happen with anybody else. But it's I can't, not true. I, 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 right now, while I'm in the middle of this thing, yeah. I can't. I can't even think about anything else. So it's not right. like you know. I'm, I mean, that's and that's, that's why I said you, you probably don't want to hear it. But you you can feel that about someone else, and you may go years without it. But the fact and is, and write lots me, of bad country western songs. Yeah, <sighs> drink lots of old granddad. Okay. But the thing is, it happened with me with someone else, and it was stronger. And the love was requited, and boy, was that amazing! Unfortunately, boy, you've given me new hope to go on. Yeah, 
But now here's the downer. Unfortunately, conflicts came up in that relationship, and we can't be together. Well, what's what's she doing tonight? I don't know. I'm just kidding. It's probably my my message is blinking here. It's probably from her. But okay. Uh, well, I say you go get it because I got two lights blinking here. Let me just tell you something. Uh-huh. This is this is a two week topic. If you feel this way next week, don't hesitate. Because oh, I'm not going to drag people through this Dude, next week. What do you, people love this. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Come thanks, on, Chris. Thanks, Jerky. No, I'm. Thanks. Bye. Hello. Welcome to the air. Hi. Hi. Um, you want to talk to a girl about this? Sure. Um, yeah. All right. Well, listen. Um, I have this uh, situation, and uh, he's getting married tomorrow. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. So now you got to do the scene from The Graduate. I have to go to the wedding. You're going to the wedding? Yeah. I mean, and you have, you, you still have strong feelings for this person? No, not strong feelings. No? Yeah. So this is But, a, you know, it's, it's you know, something that was unrequited, and it always will be. You never know. He'll be married two years. He'll hate his wife. He'll call you up one night. He'll be uh, in a bar watching a hockey game. He'll have one too many uh, vodka tonics. And uh, he'll drive his old mobile over to your house and pick you up. And you'll go to some cheap motel and requite. You'll requite the night away. Well, you know, you just made me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> now you can think of this tomorrow when you're at the wedding. Okay. You know what? I, my suggestion to you is drink plenty of champagne, get really tipsy, stand up at one point at the reception to make a toast, and, and, and talk about him in the most intimate of details. <laughs> as if you know. And ruin the wedding. This will be your way of getting back at this person. What do you say? Okay, I'll do it just for you. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, I was talking, my question was going to be, has this turned to, like, anger yet? Has it turned to, like, nasty, bitter anger? It never will. And, I, 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 from that, what you just said, I don't know about that. I, I, well, I, it, never, it never could. Yeah, there's no reason for me to be angry at this person. I can't be angry at this person. And, and, and my second question is, basically, how did you blow it? I mean... Uh, it seems to me you got a happening show. You, you have good taste in music. Uh, <laughs> how'd you blow it? I, hey, look, if I knew that, would I be here right now talking about this? Okay. I mean, it, I w- listen, I don't think it's a case of blowing anything. I don't think that you could you could use those terms with this. It just didn't happen. I mean, it just, I, mean, I don't know. You know, it's it's because I think we've all become, I think, once again, for lack of a better term, Generation X, We've, we've all become so sort of, like, leery of everybody else and afraid of, like, uh, entrusting ourselves to other people and afraid of, of you know, um, you know connecting with other people. When did this happen, if I may ask? Just recently. Because, well, then, this will turn to anger. This will turn to anger, so much anger, that the mere mention of her name will just spend, send send chills running up your spine, and you'll find yourself doing things like when you're with her, like not talking to her, talking through her, and things like that. If it, if it continues, it will become spiteful and ugly, and I, that's and well, that and 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 that's. You know, rough. I'm so glad you're. T- I'm so glad you're calling and saying this to me. Because, hey, I mean, this is. I've gone through I, it. I'm so glad you're saying this to me because I mean, I was beginning to think, well, that's what's going to happen, and now. Now you know it's not because you're you're a bigger man than that. Yeah. Yeah, but you're it's still a man. You're still a man. Yeah. Bye. What the hell is that? What kind of con? What? What? How could you? How could you say that and hang up the phone? The number here is two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three. I don't get that comment at all. What? What? What was he trying to say? Hello, welcome to the air. Chris. Yeah. The Weasels. Remember them? The what? The band, the Weasels. No. You don't remember that? No. And that song, Beat It With a Rake. No. Really. No. Twelve years. Well, it would sum everything up. Look okay. Into it. Hey, great. <sighs> okay, look. If I had the weasels beat her with a rake, I would have to play it right now, right? Just, just to find out how that summed everything up. Why I would want to beat somebody with a rake. Let me tell you something. Never in my life have I been possessed with the urge to beat anybody with a rake. It's a really useless thing to beat somebody with. First of all, okay. The number here is two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello, welcome to the air. You'll see, you'll be grabbing that rake, man. 
Welcome to the air. Yeah, what exactly happened between you and this girl? Or whoever? Um, I mean, is it really important? Do you really need to know? Well, I don't need to know, I mean... Okay. I mean, I, I think I summed it up, kind of. I think, I, I, you know, at the beginning of the program, I spoke... I missed the beginning. Okay. Well, so, see, you got to be here right from the start. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Okay? All right. Remember that next show, next week. Tune in at 6. Don't be late. Hello, welcome to the air. Yes. You have, you have your yes. radio on. Yes. I can't. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello. Yes. Arnon. What? How are you? Fine. Arnon, do you have any words of wisdom? Any advice for me? Yeah. What? I remember the weasel. You remember the weasel or the weasels? The weasel. Okay. And what about them? What about them? Yeah, Arnon, just don't sit there and just repeat what I say. Just... Well... Arnon, tell your dad to turn the radio down. The radio's not even. I can hear the. I can hear the radio. Don't lie to me. Arnon. What? <laughs> Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. Uh, I need to know what happened. You need to know what happened. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I need to satisfy my ego. Your ego? Why would it satisfy your ego to know what happened? Because I've been devastated as well, and it's you know. It makes you feel better when you know that someone else is down there with you. No, it doesn't. Well, it, it might not make you feel better, but it makes me feel better. I'm a nasty I'm, person. Yeah. I, I'm not in the mood to make you feel better today. I'm sorry. Hello, welcome to the air. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Uh, one more platitude for you. Um, women are like buses. Did you get that one yet? Women no. are like buses. Every five minutes, another one's going to come along. So if you miss one, don't worry about it. Hey, thanks, pal. Hey. That was... Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, Chris, listen, uh, how do we know you didn't, you didn't get dumped by a girl? Maybe, maybe you're gay? What? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? The unrequited love. Yes, what about it? How do we know if it's, if it's with a girl, or, or a guy, or your sister, or... I'll... Have you been listening to the program? So have you heard me use the word her at all? No, because my wife's vacuuming. Oh, okay. All right. Well, when your wife gets through vacuuming, yeah. turn the radio up a little louder and listen harder. Okay? Harder? Yeah. Hello, welcome to the air. Chris. Yes. How you doing? All right. Chris, this is your time to rejoice. It's a time to rejoice. It it's is a, a time, time of laughter, a time of tears. Okay, go ahead. Why should I rejoice? Because you're in touch with your feelings right now in a really intense way. You're in some pain, and it's, it's out of the ordinary. It's not a normal state to be in. So you're, you're becoming enriched right now, like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're saying that suffering will make us better. It's suffering. a bit Nietzschean, yeah. Yeah. But it's true. I choose the non-suffering path. I choose the path of non-suffering. Oh, but that's not If I could come back courageous. as anything in life, I'd be a lazy boy recliner. Hey, I'm I really a, would. I'm a lazy boy, uh -huh. I can tell you. Okay. But, and I've been where you are, and uh -huh. I probably will be again. Yeah. We all will. Life is not fair. It's not perfect. It's not set up that way. These things are inevitable. But when they happen to you... You have to you have to go with it. You talk a lot of sense. You Thank really you, do. Chris. The first person well not the first person that during this program today, but one of the very few who have who've called and talked plain horse sense. Right to you, Chris. Thanks. Hey, no problem. Thanks a lot. Enjoy. That helped that helped me, not what those other people said. That helped me. The number here is two oh one six seven eight seven seven four three. Hello, paper hello. Yes. Welcome to the air. Uh, yes, I'd like to speak with Christy on uh, Arian's view. Okay. 
Uh, I just tuned in. I didn't catch the topic. Was this the uh, the myth of the female origin uh, show? The the myth of what? The female origin. What did you call this program? Aryan spew. I was never a member of the Nazi party. I'm not responsible. I only followed orders. Who are you? Why do you persecute me? My papers are in order. I love my adopted country. Oh, beautiful, few species, guys. Few Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, Chris. Hi. It's going to be okay, really. You will learn from this experience. I will learn from this experience. Yes. You're supposed to say, repeat after me, like you're <laughs> trying to put me under hypnosis. Repeat after me. You will learn from this experience. It will enrich you. The pain will help you grow. And like that last caller, I believe it was, last caller just said, you will age like a fine wine. Well, I, I, I you know... I don't know what to say to that. I, I, I it's a rhetorical statement, yeah, so okay. you don't well, have to worry. I just, I'm just, I'm here to offer you words of encouragement. Thanks, thanks. Mm. Really, go get that train. Okay, <laughs> go get the train. No, I better um, the car actually. Oh, okay. I'm running over a grate. Great. Great. Thanks for calling. You're welcome, Chris. Bye. Bye. Hello, welcome to the air. Chris, is there any chance she's listening to this? I don't really, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Too bad it would serve her right. It would serve her right to, to just really, I mean, we're all feeling it. She should too. Feeling she, what? What are we all feeling? The pain, your pain, your pain and suffering. I mean, either that or, you know, you're on like some, some, some real good uh, pachyderm or something. Percodan. <laughs> pachyderm? Pachyderm. Those giant elephant drugs. No. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been huffing white out again. <laughs> I huffed uh, white out before I came on the air, and I didn't do it anywhere does she, near. Does she, does she know how? I, didn't, I, I just want to make this clear: I didn't do it anywhere near the station or on station grounds. There you go. Okay. Does, does she? Does she know? Does she know how bad you're taking this? Let's put oh, it yeah. that way. Oh yeah. She does. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you still like maintain a good relationship with her? You oh, like? Oh yeah. Go to the hot grill in Clifton for some dogs or something? Uh huh. Uh, ex- absolutely. You know, you you know. I don't know if you're just like a really nice guy or a or masochist. Sap. A masochist. I don't know. No, uh, look, she she had nothing to do with this. So oh, why... oh no, not much. Yeah, she, she, she could have just gone along with it. What the hell? You know? Oh man. <laughs> I, I, let me ask, let me ask you this: Have you I'm ever really, dated? Have you ever dated I'm... a girl? Have you ever dated a girl when you it was it was either against your best interest or you did it to appease someone else? Did I ever date a girl when it was against my own best interests or to appease somebody else? What do you What do you mean, out of pity? Either out of pity or because they asked, you know? Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And have you Have you ever taken it beyond, say, first base? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. But wait, wait a minute. What exactly are you trying to say? I mean, because sometimes, uh, as sometimes love grows. You know, she, you can make her love you. I mean, are you the romantic type? I mean, you, did you bring her flowers? Did you, did you sing her songs? Did you, you know, take her to see Jean-Claude Van Damme movies? I mean, what? <laughs> or did you just, like, I, I don't know. Uh, you're right. I haven't, I haven't done any of those things. Maybe that's where so I went wrong. Gotta this know what a girl likes. person said earlier, you, you just you went wrong somewhere. And maybe if I had... Just brought more handguns or something. Yeah, you, you know. You know. Maybe it just nothing warms a woman woman's heart like, like a, a good like thirty-eight. A nice you handgun. know. You were exactly right. There you go. Thanks. You know, take her. You know, take her to a devil's home game. Sometimes, I mean, you you're, you're sitting out there thinking to yourself, it's easy to be a white male, but sometimes it's the most difficult thing on the face of God's earth. It really is, because there's so many of them, and they're so stupid. And you get lumped into the, into the same category with them that you just... Everyone else considers that you're really stupid, too. It's terrible. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, Chris. Hi. Um, I'll tell you what used to work for me, because that happened to me more than once, like you know, everybody else. A Mickey Finn, a nice Mickey <laughs> Finn. That or, uh, like the other guy said, the John the Van Damme movie, that was pretty cool. But you know what I used to keep in the back of my mind is... Like, think of when Bob Dylan sings, 
tangled up in blue, you know, we'll meet again someday. And if you hold on to the delusion that someday, years and years later, this thing might click again, because I did that once. Yeah, I, I really like those pathetic stories they have in the papers every once in a while about the 60-year-old guy who gets together with the 62-year-old woman who he loved when they were both, right. you know, when he was 10 and she was 12 or something like that, or when they were in high school, and then they got married to three different people. They had businesses that right. made millions of dollars and collapsed. They lost grandchildren in fiery <laughs> car wrecks. And then they find each other That's when he's nice. 60 and she's 62, and they talk about, well, at least now, at least now we've come together, and now we can love each other. And, like, they each have, like, another two years to live or something. You know what I mean? I'm but it'll be the best two years of their lives. That's They'll have two wonderful years, two incredibly satisfying Happy years they'll have together, okay? Well, well, I'll tell you what, that delusion, I mean, that might happen one out of a thousand cases, but that delusion sometimes is enough to get you by. Yeah, you know I'm feeling really good that maybe I'm going to run into this person again when I'm 60. That's right. And, and, and I'm, I'm feeling really good about that right now. You could hit the lottery. I'm feeling you, really good. You could become famous. But, you know, just remember the platitudes. Uh, still waters run deep. The platitudes, one of my favorite groups. Only you. Tony Williams, right? Yes. Still waters run deep, and ab- but remember, she has to remember, too, that absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, right. Okay, thanks. Hold on to those delusions. Goodbye. The number here is 201-678-7743. We're ending this program soon, because I, 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 I just am making myself sick with this topic. You don't understand. This is why one of the reasons I do this show is so I can I could work things out for myself. See? You help me every week to work these things out so that I could leave here feeling a little better, or in this case, a lot worse. But th- that's, that's neither here nor there. I will leave this show and life goes on. Obla di, obla da. Say, listen, kids, this is going to be your last chance to get this horribly self-indulgent on this program because starting next week, I will be following the one, the only, Bronwyn. And, boy, she's not going to hold still for any of this kind of crap. I'm telling you, if I act this way in her presence, she's going to hit me with something. Probably that brick she keeps in her handbag. It's wrapped like a gift. So if you ever see Bronwyn and she's proffering a gaily wrapped package that's approximately the size of a brick I'd say step back several feet she'll be here next week before this program from 3 to 6 Fabio is here still right after this program this will be our last phone call of the day hello welcome to the air Chris this is Mike from Hoboken Uh, can we um, pick up uh, better topics uh, next week the last two weeks just going down the tubes yeah but Mike I mean Mike what what have I said time and time again about this show this show's not about me. It's about you. It's about you, the caller. You callers plot the direction of this show. All that Chris, we... the phone isn't ringing off the hook. Can we have some topics about music, maybe some sports? Mike, maybe... the phone rang all day. The phone rang during my whole program. Chris, last week, sex, all right, orgasm. This week, uh, puppy love, uh, all, all this crap. Mike, you Chris. sound to me like an incredibly self-centered, dissatisfied man. You're right. Okay, we'll talk next week about incredibly self-centered, dissatisfied men, and you could call and be our special guest expert, Mike. Can okay? I sit on the panel, Chris? So next week, you'll have all the, you can sit wherever you want. Thanks for calling, Mike. This show has to end now.